right. Welcome to the Biz Bros Podcast. My name is Kyle Nelson. I've got my great co-host here, Mr. Eli Libby. Morning, man. I have a noodle down here at my feet. Abby. Yeah, she's, she's hanging, hanging out, out in the studio today. She's being good. <laughs> so today we are going to have a great chat about purpose-driven sales. That is huge. That is Absolutely. huge. So we're really excited about that. But before, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors. Yes, our sponsor, sir. Altitude Everything Latte. This stuff is amazing. It's got 30 milligrams of CBD in it. It's got some oat milk to kind of give it a cream flavor. Mm-hmm. It's got turmeric, cordyceps, lion's mane, reishi, chaga, all kinds of mushrooms to get your brain moving. It is what fuels us, and it's great stuff. If Absolutely. you have not tried this locally at your store, make sure to pick up some or go to altitudebev.com and get it. You will be fueled just like us if, if that's something you're looking for. <laughs> and it's gluten-free. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. That's why I drank it. That's cool. All righty. Anyway, so let's roll that intro. That's perfect. That was awesome. And then you want to do this rose one since so we'll have it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yep. Cool. I got it, I got it. Yeah. Take two. Okay, ready. What's going on? Welcome to the Biz Pros Podcast. My name's Kyle Nelson. I've got my great co-host and good friend here, Mr. Eli Lynn. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. It's a beautiful episode, man. Today, man. Absolutely. We're really Wait. excited for this episode. We've got a great yep. Absolutely. Number two, clear, simple Why? images. Amazon seller. The first thing that I follow about this article is really looking for that initial question. You need to be thinking about product photography and video production. So today we have Catherine McCourt. She is a transformational life and business coach who empowers individuals, entrepreneurs, and businesses to think differently and lead with a purpose to to prosper. 20-year career in sales and marketing and business development on a local and international level. Focus of coaching is to help others uncover purpose and align this in their personal and professional lives. Catherine, welcome to the Biz Bros Podcast. Hi, thanks for having me, guys. Nice to see you. We're very good to see you. We were on your podcast yes. a little while back, and we Phenomenal really show. enjoyed it. So we're, we're excited for this one. Thank you. Yeah, I was really excited to have you invite me on. <laughs> yeah, always. Well, cool. Well, let's let's jump in. We're excited. We're fueled, ready to roll. Tell us a little bit more about you, Catherine. Tell, tell our audience about you. Who are you? Give us a little bit of background, and then we'll jump into the topic. Sure. Um, well, I think that I'm someone who has been kind of on the pursuit to purpose my whole life, like I think many of us are. Um, and, you know, studied business and got into business and thought marketing was going to be my avenue and discovered sales uh, really early on in my 20s and sort of caught that bug. Um, can't say that the beginning of the sales career went all that smoothly. Um, you know, that it is a transition to sort of get yourself oiled up and doing well. Um, but in all in all, that's pretty much been the basis of my whole career has been sales and marketing, business development. I worked for really small businesses, um, all the way up to large organizations. And, you know, it, it's kind of interesting that you, you realize it doesn't matter whether it's the really low level transactional sale, mm-hmm. or if it's the real complicated and um, high value proposition uh, that you're working with, but purpose becomes really important in terms of those conversations. And so I think over time through my career, I just started to realize that I love um, helping people see things differently. And um, yeah, and what led me to my career um, as a coach was really that and 
and understanding that um, I could make a bigger difference and a bigger impact if I help others um, see a bit differently, That's maybe cool. approach things a bit differently. Um, and so in 2020, really, you know, this great pandemic happened and I was like, what mm -hmm. am I waiting for? I tried to venture this, yes. not even tried to, I, I was interested in venturing into coaching in my thirties and was like, yeah, this is where I want to go. But I, I don't know. I feel like I wasn't done with sales yet. So continued chugging along in that. And then, um, finally found my way to getting certified and officially have been a coach now since 2020. Wow. So. That's super exciting. That, that is a very cool so story. Cool. Thank you for sharing all that. Huh. So could you know the topic yeah, we're gonna talk about is, is purpose-driven sales, but could you maybe back it up and kind of define purpose? Mm. Sure. I mean, purpose in general, I would say um could mean things to or it means differently to, to right. everybody, right? Like everybody has a different purpose and maybe a bit of a different meaning of what they think purpose is, but purpose really is about mission, values. Mm -hmm. Um, it's about the reason why. So I'm sure if you guys are in business, uh, which I know you guys are and, and your audiences, um, but they've probably heard of Simon Sinek. And I love to say that he's a Messiah of why, mm -hmm. um, he's really sort of put that on the map yeah. about cool. discover your why or lead from your mm -hmm. why. And so it is about a personal purpose, but in business, it's also the grander scheme of, you know, what our business is producing product or service wise and what's their mission What's the purpose behind it and why are they actually doing it? What what are they trying to drive? Right. Very true. So how does that very, mold into sales mm. and being purpose-driven? Taking the words out of my yeah. mouth, Kyle. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, purpose-driven for me, I think, you know, as I said, it was kind of a bit of a rocky road of how I got into sales because it wasn't yeah. necessarily what I thought I was going to be doing for my career. I thought marketing was going to be it. Mm -hmm. um, but what I learned from the challenges that I faced um, was that there's got to be a better way, to, a better way to have conversations, a better mm -hmm. way to connect myself, my product, my brand, my service um, for whoever I was working with at the time in a much better way and cohesive way to build a longer relationship. And I guess because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm someone who's been um, just naturally very curious and I love to hear people's stories and I love to dive in deep to understand people and things better, uh, I think that naturally is what I started to draw out of sales. And so um, if I can maybe just tell a funny story, oh, um, yeah. I don't know if it's funny, but um, really early in my career, this is very, very early, but I, I had taken on a job. Um, I was promoted into this job and I didn't feel fully ready, but I was, you know, young and ambitious and yeah, I believe that I could, I could just hit the ground running and do this. No problem. And why I thought I could do it too, is that I already had had a year of building rapport with certain clients that then became part of my portfolio. Mm. And the company took a turn and decided to hire a sales consultant at the time. And I'm someone who's really big on energy and I'm pretty yeah. intuitive about, you know, or not intuitive, I should say sensitive to energy in people, in the room, the environment. Um, and when this guy got introduced to us, I immediately just did not take to him. And mm -hmm. um, if I could say he kind of reeked of sales cheese. Oh, okay. Um, not sure if you guys yeah, would no, relate can, to that. We can smell it from here. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and when I say that, what I mean is, um, you know, old school sales of just, yeah. you know, um, having an answer for every objection, mm -hmm. closing with absolute pressure. 
So yeah. not for any purpose other than just to close a deal or to hit right. a certain number. And um, he put me in a predicament where we were waiting for an answer from a client and he wasn't satisfied that it was happening fast enough. And I kept telling him, like, I know this client so well, I'm going to be her first call. As soon as they make that decision, we've done all the groundwork to get there. Um, there's something obviously going on on her side. Let's let's wait this out another day or whatever. But he couldn't wait. So he came in my office and he was like, let's call her right now. Hmm. And he basically made me do a script from uh, his own perception or his, I guess, I position. Um, and it went completely sideways. Oh, and yeah. I lost my my reputation with this client. Mm. I lost her um, loyalty. It They didn't lose the client necessarily, but um, it made a really rocky road for me. And that yeah. was one of my first as I said, um, sales experiences where yeah, I thought, yeah, what yeah. am I doing? I'm going to jump back into marketing. <laughs> I no, think. Yeah. Um, so from that point on, I still really love the bug of sales. And I said, there's yeah. got to be a different way to do this. And I just started to figure out myself how to start bringing in more purpose. That was naturally part of who I was in terms of like, when I start a conversation with someone I love to ask questions. I love to know yep. more about them than to sit right. there and talk about myself. 100%. 100%. So I led with that. Oh, that's so cool. What is, you, you mentioned, you said it twice so far as the bug of sales. How, how do you, feel, what is that <laughs> bug inside of you? Is it like, what is it that fires you up about mm, sales so much? Because I, I have what, I, what fires me up about sales. Kyle has his, his side too. What is your bug? Believe it or not, my bug is connection. So I know the sales bug, a lot of people think, you know, people go in sales because they love that hunt and they love that kill if we could call it, <laughs> right? Which, <laughs> yeah, which I think is part of what I enjoy too. Like I, I do love to hunt resource, discover yeah. um, new things and new people yeah. and new, new approaches. But for me, it really is about connection. And yeah. that's where I, I differ, I think, from a lot of salespeople and why I would say like that lower transactional sales piece, usually in the beginning of people's sales career, doesn't really necessarily, it didn't resonate with me as well. Totally. Um, and why I definitely developed into more of that high performance, high um, value, high level um, sales where it's a bit longer sales cycles. Mm -hmm. um, but I could build the rapport. I could build the connection. Um, I got it excited about you know, what my clients had to offer and got excited yeah. about their mission, not just the brand and the product that's that cool. I was serving. So I think that's, that's what the bug was for me. So cool. So what is the, um, your coaching with companies? Is it specifically just focused on, on sales? Cause I know you have your workshop program called selling with soul. Um, is, is that kind of, is that what you're bringing in with most clients or is it kind of an over marketing, marketing, business development and sales or? Sure. Selling with soul was developed basically from what we just all, or what I just shared in terms of like why I'm attracted to sales and the purpose driven mm -hmm. sales part is um, being able to work with either individuals. So you don't have to work at a company, um, but I certainly do work with businesses that are interested in learning more about purpose-driven sales. Yeah. And Selling with Soul was developed purely for that, was to help people find a new way forward and not feel that sales is only that fast action, um, you know, sort of let's just hit a number 
without real purpose behind what you're doing and helping businesses and sales leaders, I guess, um, start changing the conversation with their sales teams from and moving them away. Like I have this, this term, I, I wrote a blog recently on it about don't focus on the number, focus on the business. And when I've said that to people, they, they're like, oh, God, our CEO would kill us if he heard us like saying that in the office. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but the truth is that if, when you focus on the business, the number will show up. Mm. That's very true. Very true. That is very true. That was kind of like a situational question that I was going to ask. I and mean, you kind of just answered, but I'm going to say it for the audience anyway. Um, if a sales team or, or a sales manager um, basically increases the quota for a salesperson, say by like 30, 40% somewhere in there. And they're kind of almost put off, not not put off, but, but maybe a little bit surprised, like, well, okay, that's kind of a big jump on my last quota. How am I going to hit that? Um, what, what would you kind of say in a situation like that if you were leading that salesperson? You know, does that sure. make sense? Does that question make sense? Is that yeah, it totally <laughs> makes sense. I mean, I think that's... <laughs> I think that's something that's so common. I mean, we even yeah. have like, as in, in some of my sales roles, so I come from a variety of background. I've worked in finance, mm -hmm. I've worked in technology, I've worked in fashion and outdoor apparel. Okay. And um, so quite a variety. And in each of those situations, I was dealing with very different clients from, mm -hmm. you know, direct to consumer to, um, you know, government agencies, as well as just other you know, tight businesses, whether they're yeah. small businesses or fortune 500. But I think that conversation happens every season, um, um, every year, maybe every quarter for these sales individuals. And I would just say that like my selling with soul program helps individuals understand how to continually work on the business, yeah. even though they do have their high seasons where that's all they focus on is, is closing those POs or closing that business. Yeah, totally. But the Selling with Soul program is really a holistic view on how you accomplish keeping your pipeline full, keeping the opportunities um, in sight, and how to continuously and organically grow your business. Yeah. So yeah. the worst part is kind of like to your point, Eli, um, about you know, someone shows up at their sales meeting and they're, they're shown their budget, new budget, and it's, you know, 10 to 30% growth. Mm -hmm. And if they haven't been doing any of the planning because they didn't anticipate that, then certainly that number is going to be absolutely shocking. But mm. if these sales leaders can start having better conversations, as I said, not just about that immediate gratification of satisfying that quarter or that year target, okay. they will have a, a, they'll be able to get their salespeople to continually work on the business, not just on the immediate gratification of having POs in or hitting those repeat numbers or yep. that scenario, if that makes sense. It does make sense. It makes a ton of sense. I think that's huge for a lot of the business owners out there um, that are leading sales teams. Um, so I got something. So if you, you have, you're working with, we're working on the team, maybe sales team specifically or director of partnerships, whatever it might be. And they're like used to the normal like sales grind, focusing on the numbers. And you say, hey, let's focus on the business. Let's try to really get some purpose behind, um, you know, what you want and you do and, and reflect that on sales. How do you get someone in that mindset if they're not they're just not even exposed to that before? Um, well, I do have so in the selling um, with soul program, there's about eight key steps that we work on. Oh, and cool. one of the steps is a growth mindset. 
And that's really early on in the program to kind of get, or not kind of, but to get sales individuals mm -hmm. or sales leaders to start figuring out how to build a growth mindset. Okay. Because a growth mindset will help you envision more of like I was describing before about the holistic view of your business yep. and not just mm -hmm. aiming for one target um, and that be yeah. the only focus of your mm -hmm. sales individuals. Right. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, just, just to clarify, when you're talking about um, thinking about the business before the numbers, you're talking about the current business that they're working in. You're not talking about the the client's business, right? Like getting involved in them, thinking of uh, like an advisor for their business. You're talking about the, your business that you're working for. Is that correct? Just clarifying that. Well, it's kind of both actually. Yeah. So when I say like focus on, on the business, yes, yeah. it's focusing on your business and what are you there yeah. to do? And so your, your business, so sales, sales, for example, is, you know, what's the meaning of selling? Selling mm -hmm. is to benefit the buyer. Yeah. Educating. So you can start with that. And because a lot of times what happens is salespeople go, well, I just need to sell in my categories or I need to sell this product or service and make this dollar. But yeah. that's not benefiting right. the buyer, your mm. client. Yeah. Um, so, but that's a part of it. But when I say um, focusing on the business and not the number, so every business has to have a number. You have to have a target. So I'm not saying eliminate this number and don't talk about it or don't Absolutely. don't budget for it. I mean, this is yeah, an yeah. essential part of business and growing business. But what I want to do is try and help people shift their mindset around, great, we know what that number is. We understand that year on year, like it shouldn't be a surprise to sales teams that year on year or quarter by quarter, their sales are supposed to increase by a certain percentage. Mm. And so by sales leaders being able to have a different conversation throughout the year with their sales teams to focus on the business versus that one number that they that sales person has to deliver, um, creates more momentum around them being able to have better conversations that will unravel or or mm -hmm. uncover other opportunities that will exist that you can take advantage of either at that moment or later down the road with your client. That's a huge, it's just a it's mind, mindset shift. Yeah, I mean. Yes, because there's, I mean, I'll give an example like, you know, you're a sales, let's say like I've been a salesperson, so I know what it's like. You get this target mm -hmm. and you're like, all right, I just, I'm working away, I'm chewing away at my target. Great, you're getting closer to the end of the season and you know you have $5,000 left to make for your, your budget. You're gonna scrounge anywhere to get that $5,000. But what you're not doing in the process typically is you're not setting the, the road up to be able to be sustainable. So when you're growing your sales, you wanna grow them to a certain level that then you're capitalizing on that growth the next season, totally. not trying to replace dollars because you didn't you didn't generate them from a purpose-driven right. sale. You drew totally. them from a transactional sale. So that sale mm -hmm. could be there tomorrow or it could not be. You don't know if you can knock on that door again. But with purpose-driven sales, you usually know that your relationship is deeper and there's a deeper reason why you two are connecting to do business, meaning they will come back to continue to do business Love with that. you long term. Retention, yeah. relational selling relational versus selling and transactional selling. It's all about the messaging from like the first <laughs> yes, it is. first step someone hits your website or some ad campaign or your so whatever it is mm -hmm. that they're, you know, it, it starts with that messaging. On from Love the, it. The relationship. I have four C's if I could say. Ooh. I usually Ooh. say three. 
Okay. But um, I add in a fourth because it's important, but it's really about connection, consistency, mm -hmm. collaboration, and credibility. And if you if wow. you really dive in deep to those four C's and understand what the connection is, you know, what the collaboration is, mm -hmm. like um, that. It, that will all lead to connecting to your credibility. But maybe you want to think about how you can continue to build, build credibility. Right. Love it. That's Absolutely good. love it. I, yeah, it's all I love building relationships and like like having the best part of sales. It is. It's like, That's if you know, you can be like an advisor to them more mm -hmm. than just like, hey, I the service I have or like you truly have found that you are the solution that yes. you're looking for and you can like teach them that through building a relationship at the same time you'll never lose that client you know you build client you build mm -hmm. friend clients as well sometimes you never know 10 years down the road mm -hmm. you know on the shoulder absolutely yeah and the um the thing I want to say about like relationships and it was part of part of the blog post that I did recently too um, is about like, you could have the best relationship with somebody and greatest rapport, totally. but they might not, they might not come and buy from you at a certain time because someone else may have positioned their product or service better in relation to that business's purpose than right. you did. Exactly. So it's not just like relationships are amazing and they absolutely hold well in, you know, rocky times of the economy or when mm -hmm. businesses are, you know, making shuffles, they always stick to who they have the best rapport with and loyalty, you know who made it it's easy true. for them, but it, it goes beyond that relationship. And so part of my program also, you know, um, helps mm. define who are you talking to in the, in the business. So mm -hmm. if, if you are contacting another business and you're talking to several people, it's not one reason that you're selling your product into them. You really have to focus on what is their purpose? What is their purpose in their business? What is their mission? And the person you're talking to will also have a micro level purpose, meaning what you say to your procurement manager that you talk to, to hopefully buy your product or this product manager or sales manager, whoever you're connecting with is very different than how you would talk to their marketing team. They all have very different purposes within the business and you want to be able to make that connection for them. How is your solution mm. going to speak to that person best? That's amazing. Yes. Because the procurement guy, he wants to know he's buying from you because it, it'll be easy for him or her. Right. Um, it's Left cost effective. Totally. Yep. Uh, logistically, there's less hoops to, to jump through. Maybe certain things can be automated. And also the biggest thing is how, how are you going to make his bottom line look good? But that's very different than if you're trying to work on a collaboration with a business and their marketing teams involved. Well, they're not, they're less worried about that than they are about, well, what's the actual connection between our two brands that will bring this campaign to light? That's really good. Golden nuggets really here. Yeah, I love that was it. awesome. <laughs> I shouldn't be giving too much away here. Yeah. But. <laughs> all right. All right. So if there was yeah. one, thing, you know, as we wrap things up that you hope that our audience takes away from, from this episode, just that one thing, what would it be? Truly think about why in every conversation that you have in your prospecting, in your relationships with your clients and understand the real reason why you want to do business with them or why your brands should do business together. That's very true. Purpose-driven sales yeah. right there. Yeah, it really is. It awesome, is. Catherine. Where can people find you and, and learn more about your 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 journey and your, your services? 
Sure. I have a, my website is katherinemccourt.com. And I'm also on Instagram under Catherine L. McCourt. And I also have a podcast, which is called Fearless Future with Catherine McCourt. Um, and it's really about people going through transformation in their life, um, finding purpose and having the, you know, leaving the fear behind and um, creating change in their life. And that's um, can be found on any of the major platforms like Apple, Google, Spotify. Um, and there's also an Instagram for that, fearless.future on Instagram. Um, and then right now I have my Selling with Soul workshop. So it's an hour long. It's happening on February 16th at 4.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And that can be found on eventbrite.ca. Amazing. Definitely go check all that out, especially that podcast. Well, I'll be in the show we notes as well. Episode, so. um, Catherine, thank you so, thank you so much, much for, Phenomenal. for Phenomenal. inspiring us and, and really kind of that check-in about, you know, centering yourself with sales yeah. and needing to be pur purpose driven. So we appreciate you and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you guys. It's such a pleasure to see you again and, and be oh, on the wait. show. You as well. We'll talk soon. Thanks. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the biz bros podcast for great episodes and amazing guests, just like Catherine, go to bizbros.io or type in bizbros podcast on any podcast marketplace. We'll make sure to talk to you on the next episode. See you guys.